Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers, a podcast where two friends with the same name talk about everything board game related and introduce new players to the hobby. On today's episode, Darren and Darren play Survive Escape from Atlantis with special guest Brody. Can they convince him to play some more board games or will he still think that the double D's are losers? Welcome to today's episode of Board Games Are For Losers. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm also Darren. And today's very special guest is Brody. Brody, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. This is amazing. Brody, (laughs) where did you come up from today? From Florida, Fort Lauderdale. So for our foreign listeners, and we do have some, explain how far Florida is from Pennsylvania. It is like 12... 1,200 miles. I don't think that's right, but (laughs) (laughs) anyway, it's an approximately three-hour flight, so when we heard Brody was going to be in town, we knew we had to have him on, so Brody is the guest that's traveled the furthest so far, so that is a distinguished honor for you. Do I get a prize for that? You do not get a prize, and please don't ask. (laughs) That's right. Um, Have you ever been on a podcast before? No. Okay, well. Congratulations. It's a major achievement to get on our podcast. Yes. Uh, there's a long list of people. Um, it's Now it's down to zero. <laughs> our list was four people and you are our fourth, so welcome. Yeah, it is going to be uh, life-changing for you, uh, being on such a famous podcast. In fact, when we asked you how many Instagram followers that we had, how many did you estimate? I thought you guys had like 30. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. How many do we actually have? <laughs> I was shocked to find out that you have like 1,100. That's is, right. Okay. Yeah, that's about is right. That, is that right? That is about right. Do you yeah. want to correct that number? No, I do not. <laughs> I'm shocked that we have that many. <laughs> <laughs> that's hurtful. Um, so, Brody, we've known you maybe three years? Mm-hmm. Three? And you used to live in Philadelphia. Yeah. And so you moved to Florida, but you're back this weekend just to hang out with us. So we appreciate that. <laughs> right. It has nothing to do with a wedding or anything like that. <laughs> um, so, um, so our listeners know a little bit about you. Um, how, how old are you? 29. 29. Well, that's like 10 years older than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> we, we weren't serving him alcohol because we thought he was underage. <laughs> All right. And... Um, you have, uh, what's your uh, degree in? Computer science. Computer science. All right. Nice, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we usually ask all our guests uh, what their nerdiest hobby is, but given that you have a degree in computer science, I don't think it gets nerdier than that. <laughs> and, and I could say that because I'm a computer engineer. So um, Now, computer engineer is definitely cooler than a computer scientist. <laughs> Would you agree? Sure. I, I have no idea what the difference is, <laughs> but I'm going to say no. They're about the same. And have you ever pretended to be a computer engineer instead of a computer scientist to, <laughs> to maybe impress the ladies? Nope. No. I don't think that's does, that, does that work? Uh, no. <laughs> um, so, okay, that you have the uh, nerdiest education of anybody who's on the program besides myself. So. Um, so what is your nerdiest hobby? Well, I thought there was a lot to choose from, so I texted my family to see what they would would tell me, 
and they told me a lot of things I didn't think were actually that nerdy. Such oh, as. <laughs> there just, we go. <laughs> like Harry Potter. That's oh. not a nerdy thing. In oh. what in what regard? Watching the movies, reading the books, like reading all the books. Okay. I got this uh, trivia game for Harry Potter that I couldn't get anyone to play with with me. Because you knew all the answers? No, because no one else <laughs> knew any of the answers. <laughs> Do you ever dress up in Harry Potter outfits? That's a yes. <laughs> That's definitely a yes. Outside of Halloween. I dress up for the last book release. Wow. Okay. Okay. I would say that's pretty nerdy. So yeah. What, what else did your family <laughs> tell you? Oh, oh, oh I'm I sorry. Have, I have another question, okay. too. In the past month, have you ever pretended that you were Harry Potter and tried to cast a spell? <laughs> Just no. in the past month. No. <laughs> no. I'm find that surprising. <laughs> two months. The past two months. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, what, what are some of the other uh, nerdy hobbies? That's pretty good. <laughs> um, I In high school, I would play video games on the computer. Okay. But then I had to stop because they were addictive. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I play a lot of games too, so um, clarify what games. On the computer, yeah. uh, I would play, like, the. I was really into the Red Alert and, like, Command and Conquer games. Okay. That's actually good so, to know, because I like the real-time strategy games. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. If you listen to our episode zero, I talk about Age of Mythologies, one of the games oh, yeah. that got me into board gaming. Okay. So, okay. so how addictive was this hobby? Were you talking... Like, ten st- hours would disappear in a blink, of a, a blink of an eye. Okay. Were you peeing in a bottle? No, no, no. Computer? My <laughs> bladder was not going to explode. You <laughs> <laughs> took breaks to... Go to the bathroom and eat. Right, exactly. Okay, because okay. yeah. I wouldn't call that a severe problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. If you did those things, you are. Right. I wouldn't do anything else. So I had to stop. So I haven't played video games okay. really since, except for once. Okay. One relapse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Explain the relapse. What? My last year of college, the week before uh, my last year, we. I got into like a Modern Warfare video uh, game uh, with my roommates, and it was so bad that I was dreaming about it. Wow! <laughs> All right, but still, I don't consider this overly nerdy. No, I consider it fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would say Harry Potter wins so far. Yeah. Was, was there any other nerdy ho- hobbies that your family recommended? Um, you said that I would read a lot, like okay. before like sports games and stuff. Read a lot before sports games, like before, like I would play like soccer or something like that. Oh, so you would read about soccer? Just no, read? I would oh, read. you would just be reading while you're waiting to play. Okay, exactly. So okay. you're on the bench reading Harry Potter. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's what I envision. It all comes together. Okay. I like it. All right. Very good. Okay, that's. I mean, that's in terms of uh, variety and depth of nerdy hobbies. Pretty I think good. you're a winner so far. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> Um, so, um, Deron, do you want to explain to him a little bit about the podcast? And, and you, have you listened before? I listened to one. So you one. listened to episode two, correct? With Joel? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. So you, you understand the basic premise of the podcast and that we're getting newer gamers on the podcast, people who might have played a couple of games or some intro games, and we're trying to uh, pick out the perfect game for them based on the underlying theme that everybody that knows that Darren and I play 
uh, a lot of games thinks we're losers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they still think we're losers, even after listening to the podcast. Yeah. So our podcast goal, has not helped us any. Nope. Probably. Our, <laughs> our goal is to talk to you, interview you, and figure out what you like and learn about you, and then pick out the perfect game amongst the many on Darren's wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you found out that we played a bunch of these games... And we're really into board games. What did you think about that? <laughs> feel free to be honest. That's what we encourage. But keep it PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> what I think about you guys playing all the different board games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was intrigued. I thought it was really cool because um, like, I really like Settlers of Catan. Okay. And you guys all call that a beginner game. Okay. So, intrigued. I believe I called it crap. (laughs) (laughs) No offense. I like it. No, it's a good talk. (laughs) So, you're the first person to say that we were cool when we mentioned that we like board games. I don't think you said cool. (laughs) You thought it was intrigued. Yeah. And and then then to find out that you guys went to the board gaming international championship or whatever it is. Well, the world board gaming championships. Yeah. Board gaming international championships. Yeah, what did you think about that? Different. I was speechless. surprised. Yeah, speechless. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Okay. Um, and I thought maybe they're like really good if they're going to that. I don't know. Mm, it's yet to be seen. But <laughs> maybe really nerdy is what right. we're getting at. So what did you think the types of games we were playing were like? So it's not if we're with, we said Settlers of Catan was a beginner. What did you think we were playing? What kind of games? Some really complicated games with lots of rules. Okay. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> okay. And, and you said, did you, you didn't know that uh, board game conventions or anything like that existed before? I didn't know there was a World Board Gaming Championship. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, there, have you been to like a Harry Potter convention? No. No? No Comic Con or anything like that? <laughs> no. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> there, you know, there is a there is a Harry Potter thing in, in Chestnut Hill in Philadelphia. I know. I know. I've, I've been to that. I tried to go, but there's it's too crowded. I can you weren't allowed anywhere. to. Around <laughs> children. <Is> that... <laughs> um, so, you said you're familiar with a few games before. How much though do you think uh, these games cost? We're in my game room, and you see all the games on the wall. How much do you think? It, Games cost any idea about that? Uh, uh, maybe averaging like fifty dollars. Okay, yeah, yeah that's it, that's good. That's a fair. That's a fair guess. Some cost more, yeah. And then there's the smaller, the lighter ones cost less than that for sure. What is your opinion? And again, mm-hmm. be honest. Of someone who owns, say, fifty games, fifty games, yeah, fifty board games. I feel like that takes up a lot of space. Okay. Um. But maybe they're really into board games, I guess. What if they own like 200 games? (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) Darren owns way more than 200 at this point. Do you think that's cool? Um, I would be concerned for... (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Do you think it's becoming an addiction, like your video game addiction? Yeah, maybe take a time out. Well, <laughs> I, I agree. Obviously, you're wrong. But <laughs> discussion for later. All right. So let's talk about you growing up and the type of games you played. Do you remember any games you played as a kid? You're basically still a kid, but let's, let's go back. We're talking before the age of 18 when we went to college. Yeah, our family played lots of games growing up. 
game nights and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. We played games like the more mainstream games. Such so, as? Sorry and Clue. Okay. Um, Scattergories was a lot of Ooh. fun. I love, have we talked about Scattergories No, I don't think before? we have. Huh? I love Scattergories. Yeah, I don't even think anybody's brought that up before. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We hate Monopoly. You hate Monopoly, okay. Ooh. Well, I don't like Monopoly. It Ooh. takes forever and there's, I don't know, lots of anger <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Did you play it a lot as a family? Uh, we played it a few times, but we determined, like, just because it takes forever. Yeah. True. Agreed. Um, what were your favorites, you think? As a, if you look back to being a kid playing games with your family, what are some of your favorite games? Mm, I think like Clue was a lot of fun, and like Skyward was a lot of fun. What did you like about those games? I liked, um, well for Clue, I liked the, the strategy, trying to figure out what the answer was, I guess. Okay. okay. And then Skyward's... It is really fun and easy for everyone to play, mm-hmm. um, but you have to think of something that no one else is going to put, so you can actually get points. Can I interject a brief story about Scattergories? Yes. A scandalous story. Not scandalous, scandalous. but a controversial story. So okay. I was playing Scattergories with Lorelai, my wife, who's been on the show before, and the category was things that are found in the sky. Okay. Things that are found in the sky. The letter <laughs> for, that, for that game was M. All right. So, we had just watched... Um, the movie based on the book uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I see where this is going. My answer to that question, things that I found this guy, were meatballs based on that movie. And I think I was playing with my parents as well. And I was not given credit for that answer. I was very upset. And it's still, this happened years ago, and we still discuss it that game. What do you guys think of that answer? For scattergories. You would say yes. Brody would say yes. I would say no. I think it's funny, but there's no meatballs in the sky. But it's based on the movie that meatballs were in the sky. It was cloudy with a chance of meatballs. (laughs) Wow. That is a a tough one. Uh, Maybe some listeners can email us and tell us what they think, because I say no. So the question being, does the meatballs work for the thing? answer that things that are in the sky? Tweet? Or Instagram. Right, yeah, because I, I think that's an interesting one. Okay, well, I think Brody agreed with me. I, I feel like he's a categories expert, so yeah, okay. I am <laughs> vilified. No, not vilified. Yeah. That's the wrong word. <laughs> Vindicated. Right. <laughs> Moving on. So, Brody, since playing as a kid uh, in high school, college, um, you say you play a lot of video games, but did you continue to play board games much? Yeah, so, well, I stopped playing video games in high school. So, but I kept playing board games, which was a lot of fun. So I learned how to play Settlers my, like, last year of college. Okay. Um, and how did that come about? Like, did... like there was a friend who were invite, was inviting people to play games, um, and it was a game that I'd never heard of, so I was in, interested in learning. So. Okay. So that was your first modern board game, I think? Yes. Like, not counting Monopoly and all those <laughs> other games, but that was one of the first... Uh, these European board games that you played? Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? What else? Other board games? I don't think... S- since play- since Catan, as an mm-hmm. adult, have you played more games besides that? Oh, yeah. So, um, we got Ticket to Ride last year. I played it for the first time. Oh, really? Okay. It was a lot of fun. Um... Like the the werewolf game or like mafia or whatever people call it. Okay. Played that in college a lot, which is fun. 
Um, I don't know. One of my roommates, when I lived here in Philly, was into board games, and we played some interesting ones. I don't remember all of them. Okay. And so, because okay. there was, like, one where you look at, like, um, a picture or something like that, and you just, like, think of a word or something. Code names? No. Dixit. Oh, Dixit. Dixit? No. It was really, I don't know. Hmm. The well, poor description, I'm sure. Okay. Well, no, I thought, I thought, okay, well, we'll figure. You mentioned, you mentioned when you were looking at Darren's games that you played Spyfall. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's the I worst game that. ever, so let's not talk about it. I was, I was really not good at that, especially when That's I was because drinking. it's a terrible game and no one likes it, no one should be good at it. We <laughs> like it, bro. <laughs> on, it just makes him angry. <laughs> a non-board game I played, though, Quiplash. Have you guys heard of that game? This oh, is, yeah. This is a board gaming podcast. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> so a game uh, we, you play on the Xbox, or yeah. it is sort of a board game. you played some of the games with us, like uh, Fibbage. Okay. It's yeah. kind of like that, where everybody participates and gives answers. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've played that. That's a go. And I, it is kind of a board game. It's just on... Xbox or PlayStation right. now. So I guess it's kind of interesting. You have a little bit of experience with some of the very, very entry level games. The standard Ticket to Ride, Settlers of Catan, very entry. I mean, Settlers of Catan was my entry game, and you also have some experience with party games like Were- Werewolf and Mafia and Two Rooms and Boom. Two Rooms and Boom. boom. Uh, that's not a game. game. That's some sort of weird. <laughs> thing that you, I've never heard of that. Before. I've heard of it. I've no, never no. played it. It's so great. So definitely a lot of experience with um, party games. So, based on that, Darren's going to hit you with something. It's time for the board game knowledge quiz. Um, And this is a very important tool for us to figure out what game is going to work for you. So please try to take it seriously. Uh, It's very important. We're going to try to tailor some of the questions to things you you might know. Um, So you did say that you played uh, Monopoly as a kid. Well, let's go with Clue. You said you like Clue, right? Mm -hmm. Um, in the game Clue, so the, basically the way this works, we're going to ask you three easy questions, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Three easy questions. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> they run, will keep score. So they will ask you one intermediate and one hard question. Right, so it's three, one point for the easy ones, mm-hmm. two points for the medium, and three points for the hard. All right, so we'll start with the easy question with Clue. Um, can you name uh, three of the weapons that mm. people use? To commit the crime, include mm-hmm. revolver, okay, rope, okay, and candlestick. Wow, candelope, candlestick. Oh, candlestick. <laughs> candelope is also acceptable. Okay. Uh, that's right. Good oh, job. One point. Okay, right, one point. You did also uh, mention that you liked uh, or disliked Monopoly, but yes. you played, but yep. you disliked it. Um, in Monopoly, <clears throat> what are the three different ways that you can end up in jail? There's three um, ways in the game that you can end up in jail. You land on the square that says go to jail. Okay, that's one. Um, there's probably a chance card or something that makes you go to jail. There's a card. Okay, I'll give you that. And Homicide. You go to jail if you commit a homicide. <laughs> you don't kill people on Monopoly. <laughs> Sometimes you do. You're angry. Um, I don't know. Certain one's tough. Mm. They run. Do you want to steal? I do know the answer, but is he done? He's done. What is it? 
If you roll doubles three times. Yes. Three times? Three times, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I did not know that. So are we giving him a half point or two-thirds of a point? <laughs> I give him two-thirds okay. on that. Okay. All right. I'll give him two-thirds. I thought he had it. I thought he was going to have it. Uh, I did, too. Um, so, with the... Um, one more easy question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, you seem like you're a guy who likes a lot of candy. <laughs> so let's go with Candyland. <laughs> Very uh, good. Name uh, as many locations on the Candyland board oh. as you can. What? How am I going to score this? <laughs> I'll figure it out. Did you ever play Candyland? I think like once. Okay. Is that someone you like draw cards or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the board has like. Pictures of candy locations, and you move along the colors, and there's a little gingerbread dude. (laughs) (laughs) This is a tough question. I don't know if I can do... So can you name any of the locations? And we'll we'll take vague descriptions as... I imagine there's something with candy canes. Maybe? (sighs) Candy Candy cane convent. There is (laughs) no candy... Canes. Yeah, like there, well, okay, there, I'll take it because there's a uh, peppermint forest, okay. which has candy yeah. canes yeah. and the little peppermints. So, okay. all right, I'll give you. Yeah, all right, that's one. <laughs> all right, what else? Maybe something with like molasses. Molasses marsh. Falls. Molasses falls. I would give him that. It's molasses swamp. There really is one. There is. Oh that's, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a major food group, molasses. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of any other? Um, no. Okay. Uh, there we are. Would you like to start? <laughs> <laughs> Lollipop Lane. Eh, Lollipop Woods. All right. These are all kind of creepy. Woods, forests, <laughs> and <they're> scary. <laughs> it's scary. Kids aren't supposed to be wandering around alone in the woods. Um, Marshmallow um, Island. Uh, no. <laughs> the other ones would be Gumdrop Mountains, mm. Licorice Castle, Gingerbread Plum Trees, that... Candy Castle, Ice Cream Sea, Peanut Brittle House. Oh. I feel like these aren't going to work. Ice cream in the sea, it's going to melt. <laughs> it's just a kid's game. <laughs> no, I they need to update this one. I give Brody, I give him a half or... Two-thirds. I think another two-thirds. Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. Just, there was no measure for how many he had to answer. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Brody. Um, we're going to go to an intermediate question here. Um, you said you recently started playing Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can you name a route? One of the cards, what is one of the routes? Like that you have to get to win or to get points? Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the routes. When you draw a ticket and it says from this city to this city, what is one of the routes? Can you think of any? Like San Fran to New York? San Fran to New York? Wait, don't tell me you don't have the answer. I know, there's too many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you pick any city and win. <laughs> That sounds reasonable. <laughs> that sounds reasonable. So does he get two points? Do you lose points for not preparing? <laughs> uh, here's a okay. We'll get, how many routes come out of Miami? You should know this because that's you're, you live in Florida. How many? It's like four. <laughs> you don't know the answer. I do know this. Oh, I'm you do. Pretty sure. I don't. I'm not verified, but there's three coming out of Miami. Three. <sighs> 
So I'm ninety five percent sure there's only three coming out of it. Okay. So how about we give him a point and a half and you lose three points? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right, fair enough. We go on to the final question worth three points. Okay, and this is a tough question. Um, we when we were at the uh, board game world board gaming championships this just the past month. We played a game for the first time called Flamme Rouge. <laughs> what do you think that game is about? Like, what is it called? Flamme, F-L-A-M-M-E, Flamme Rouge, R-O-U-G-E. Two words. I like that question. It's a good one. What do I think it's about? What do you think it's about? Use your imagination because we're going to score you for creativity. <laughs> well, Rouge is red. Okay. Okay. Flam sounds like it could be a dessert. So maybe it's an updated version of Candyland for European desserts. That's a good answer. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. (laughs) It doesn't have to do is rouge blood. No, no, okay. not at all. You're getting worse. (laughs) No, but we're gonna score you on that answer. I think that's a. A good answer. For creativity, yeah. So, one and a half points. Yeah, it's actually about bicycle racing. Like, Tour de France. Um, And so, Duran, do you know what Flamme Rouge is? Actually, no, I don't. It's another racing term. But uh, uh, Flamme Rouge is, and I think it's a red flag. Mm -hmm. I think that's the red, but it's the indicator, like, the end of the race is coming up. There's usually on the the course, there's a, a flag or a marker saying... You have like I don't know a mile left or something like that. Mm. So that's that's what it's for. How much I like racing games. You think I should know these terms a little bit more? (laughs) Okay, that was a good answer. That was a good question. A good answer. Well done. You 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 redeemed yourself from not knowing the answer to Ticket to Ride. Okay, so we have Brody got five and a half points out of nine. Impressive. That's pretty good. So using my scientific calculator calculation chart here. Your 5.5 out of 9 means that you are more likely than not to hurt yourself playing a board game. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Probably accurate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's most science. people would know you would agree and verifies our uh, assessment works. Okay. All right. All right. Now we get to the part where we're going to select the game for you to play. You might ask what the hell we were doing this entire time. That was just background information. Now we're going to select your game. So we're, we want to find out, if you're going to play a board game, what is your motivation for playing? In other words, is like, are you just looking to have fun? Are you looking to compete? Are you looking to solve a puzzle? Are you looking for the social interaction? What motivates you? I like all of those. You like, what do you like the best? <laughs> um, well, I want to play a game that I can beat other people at. Okay. So you are competitive. Yes. Okay. And I like solving puzzles and like figuring things out. Okay, okay, good. So. Um, you said you did. You went to several game nights. Is, is the social aspect a big part of it for you as well? Yeah, yeah, right. a lot of fun for me. Depending on the game I play, sometimes I just want to hang out and play games. Yeah. I don't care about winning or losing, but yeah. at other times I'm competitive. So yeah, depends on the mood. Usually do the social thing before the games, maybe. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. When playing a game. Does the theme of the game matter to you? Is that a, would you refuse to play a game because you just don't like the theme? Maybe if it was only like really 
weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like would... a game about the Holocaust. Would you be in favor or against that? <laughs> There's a correct answer here. Probably against that. No, probably. <laughs> yeah, definitely against it. So, but you're open to pretty much any theme as mm-hmm. long as it's not too ridiculous. What about it? Say there's a game about puppets. Do you think that's a weird theme? Puppets? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. One of our other guests really likes puppets. Yeah. <laughs> <that's weird. laughs> so. Let's run, let's run down some themes here and see what you kind of feel. These are some gen- general themes that we see. And this will help games. us pick a game for you. Okay. What do you feel about pirate themed? Meh. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, sci-fi. Okay. Okay, so better than pirates. Better than pirates. Um, I mean, you're a big fan of sci-fi, or I like, I like Star Wars. Okay, I like Star Wars. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, monsters or horror? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, what about a game? Uh, what about a, a game where you? It's about drinking margaritas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have a game about drinking margaritas? No, I just thought maybe if there was one, you would like it. Okay. How about um, fantasy? Orcs and goblins and elves. Okay. And okay. wizards. And wizards. Wizards. <laughs> kind of like Harry, Harry Potter, Potter, right? All right. What about um, a game where you're trading goods in the Mediterranean? Yeah. Why does everybody seem to like that game? It sounds no, horrible. It doesn't sound appealing to me. I do like those games, but the, if I asked, I was like, no. no. <laughs> um, how about a game about farming? Planting crops and then harvesting them and then feeding people. In a board game? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's hard to see how that would be a game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> offended the majority of our biggest designer fans that listen there are, to the show. There are a lot of games about farming, surprisingly so, enough. So, so I'm hearing lukewarm on pirates and farming. Um, and pretty good on everything else yeah let me ask you this um say we had a game about harry potter okay but we felt it was an awful game we've told you this game's terrible but it's all about harry potter and it's got all of the story and theme in it uh would you want to play that not if you say it's terrible okay i want to play a good game okay okay Okay. that's fair all right, so let's talk about uh, the duration of the game. We, we have games that range from 15 minutes to there's games that range to like 6 to 12 hours. What, mm. what, what would you think is your attention span? What kind of length game would you want to play? I think an hour would be good. Okay. What, what if we told you it was two? Would you be totally against it or would you be okay? I wouldn't be totally against it. Okay, but you're looking more for the hour length. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see yourself playing a game that lasts three plus hours? No. Okay. All right. What if we lock you in this room and make you play? <laughs> there better be alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about the the complexity of a game? Like how how long it takes to learn? How complicated are the rules? Uh, that kind of thing. Is that uh, do you have a limit on that? Does that scare you away of some games if they're too complex? Um. No. I mean, I think as long as the rules make sense, and they're not overly, overly crazy or burdensome. Okay. What if we told you that this game is going to take 20 minutes to explain the rules? What would you think? It's probably at the top of the limit, Okay. acceptable. Okay. All right. Um, do you like games that involve uh, direct interaction and conflict among the different players, or do you kind of like to do your own thing and try to just score the most points? 
Yeah, I think it's fun to, to interact with other people. And, like, I don't know. Like, well, in Catan, like, when people ruin their longest road or mm-hmm. steal other people's stu- uh, stuff. So you're okay with that? You like that? Yes. Okay. As long as it doesn't happen to me. Okay. Fair <laughs> what about the negotiation aspect of Catan, where you're trying to constantly trade? Yeah, that's if, a lot of fun. Okay, you like that? All right. Okay. What do you think... Um, about a game that takes place in real time. In other words, you're there's a speed element to it. You have to do something faster or within a certain time limit. Yeah, that's cool. You like that? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think we've reached the end of our pre-interview. What we're going to do now is take a little break. Um, we're going to send you out of the room, um, probably outside so you can sweat um, and help <laughs> Annette with the gardening. Yeah. And then we're going to discuss the game we're gonna give you three choices and then we'll see what your thoughts are about the game and then we'll play one of those three all right this is gonna be uh, interesting so let's get to work So we were discussing the games that we're going to pick for Brody. And while we were discussing it, we were gone for no longer than five minutes. The mailman came and delivered Darren another board game. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous timing. It's a uh, common occurrence around here. Yeah, it sure is. So um, normally we uh, pick three different games, but Brody... Uh, you're a challenge here, so we have four <laughs> options for you. Four. Not, four. not because you're difficult, but because I think you're pretty wide open to what you might want to play. And mm-hmm. actually, I think that's actually harder to pick a game than somebody who's like, I don't like that, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Take, for example, Alexis, who hated the name Sushi Go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it sounded stupid. Eliminated a lot of games. But for you, I don't think we were able to eliminate a lot of categories. So we have actually... Four selections that we'll go over and describe the games, and we'll choose what to play. So, okay. later on. All right, so first we're going to do Galaxy Trucker, which if anybody's listened to our episode zero, which Brody has not, <laughs> this is my all-time favorite game. So, real briefly, in Galaxy Trucker, in real time, we're all going to be assembling a ship. Think of it kind of like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a board where you take tiles out of the center, and you have to assemble your ship in the right way. And then the goal is to make it through your voyage and survive meteor attacks and pirate attacks and there's pirates in space it happens <laughs> and um then you, you know you flip over cards to see what uh, catastrophes will occur for you and you play three rounds and then that's the game uh so on a scale of one to ten just knowing that and looking at the box that we have in front of you how much do you think you might like this game? We can ask a question. Sure. Is it yeah. like building a ship with like Legos or something? No. No, with tiles. It's tiles on a board. You can. It's hard to see the board on the back, but it's 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 like, like one a grid. square tiles okay. that you just put next to each other. Yeah, and you assemble it with tiles. Cool. One to ten. What do you think about that? Eight. Okay. Okay. All right. The next game we have for you is one called Sheriff of Nottingham. Okay, it's got a goofy guy in the front, and the box doesn't really tell you too much about the game. Uh, but it's basically a uh, bluffing game. We're going to take turns being sheriffs, and we're trying to smuggle goods past the sheriff. The other players are trying to get contraband past us. And you put your goods, their cards, in a pouch. And then you basically can tell the truth to the sheriff, or you can lie. You can say, it's all, all apples which are legal, 
and it's not. Instead, it's all contraband. And the sheriff has to decide whether to call you out or not. And the more goods you could smuggle in, the more points you score, and the sheriff could be wrong for guessing wrong and have to pay a penalty. Um, <clears throat> do you have questions about this game? No. I have a question. Oh, yes. Do you think your giggling will affect your ability to lie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. You, you say you've heard of this one before? Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't think I've played it. Okay. But I think I've talked to people who have played it and they've explained it to me. Okay. So on a scale of one to ten, what do you think about Sheriff of Nottingham? How long does it usually last? About an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. about an hour. It's not a quick... It's not as light as it might seem, uh, or as quick as it... Uh, the box says 60 minutes. Yep. I think that's fair. Okay. Nine. Oh, Nine. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Third choice. Third choice is New York Slice. So you're looking at this box. It looks like a pizza box, and... What this is, is the main mechanic behind it is called I Divide, You Choose. So there's going to be a stack of pizza slices, and the player will choose how to divide that up, and then everybody else will select which pizza slices to take. And there's various ways to score points, but it it causes you to think ahead, because if you're dividing it in such a way that you think will screw someone else over, you might wind up getting that bad slice with anchovies at the end. So there's a lot of competition and interaction and it looks kind of cool and it makes you hungry Mm -hmm. do you have any questions about new york slice yeah i don't understand you explain it better (laughs) (laughs) uh he's saying you suck (laughs) all right Um, you're off the podcast (laughs) you put the slices together to form a pizza every time you have a circle one person does that one yeah and then you if you're the person who does that you slice the pizza in different sections and then everybody else gets to choose, and you get the last section. So one section might have more pepperonis, which score more point. Another section might have more peppers and mushrooms, which score differently. And you're trying to slice it so that you still get something good, but you don't give good pieces to other people. Do people see what they are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's all face up when you when you do it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. What do you give this game on a scale of one to ten? Mm. Six. Okay. okay, not digging New York Slice. All right. Last game here. Survive. Escape from Atlantis. This is a game that you said you like player interaction uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. This is a game that could be pretty brutal. We're all on an island, and we're trying to get off the island. We each have, uh, I don't know, four or five meeples uh, on the island. And we're trying to get to the edges of the board to safety, but the island is slowly sinking. We take away pieces. And there's boats, and you could put your people in the boats and try to move them uh, off the island. But there's also whales and sharks that other people (laughs) control. And they can ram your boat and sink your people, and then they can move the sharks to eat your people. (laughs) So we're trying to get our people to safety and at the same time kill all the other people. (laughs) And at the end, you score points based on how many people you get to safety, and whoever has the most points wins. Survive, Escape from Atlantis. What do you think about that one? Ten. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. Well, right. so I think it's pretty obvious, but now you get to choose one of those games to play, at least for the purpose of this podcast. If we have time, <laughs> we can play another one. But out of those four, which would you like to play? I would like to play Survive. Not, not New York Slice. No. Yeah. no. Was it because of my description? <laughs> no. And so, interestingly enough, Survive is the one we would have picked for you. Really? We both mm-hmm. agreed that that's the one we would have picked for you, but we wanted to give you options. But I, I thought 
that's the, the game for you. And it's a great game. Okay, so let's get our game on. All right, let's do it. And our margaritas. Yes. Oh, yeah. Survive Escape from Atlantis is a two to four player game that plays in about 45 minutes to an hour. Now, Survive has been around for many years in different versions, but we're going to be playing with the 30th anniversary edition that was published by Stronghold Games in 2011. So in Survive, each player has a group of 10 people that are trapped on a sinking island. And your goal is simply to get as many of them off the island to safety as possible. So the game board is an ocean that's divided into a bunch of uh, hexagonal spaces and on each corner of the board is a section of dry land that the players are trying to get their meeples to. So when you start a new game you randomly distribute 40 tiles in the middle of the ocean in order to form the island that's going to be sinking. And those tiles consist of three different terrain types. Once the island's built then players will place their 10 meeples down on the island and taking turns placing their meeples. Now what makes the placement of these meeples interesting is that each one has a number on the bottom of it um, that you can look at when you place them and it determines how many points that meeple is worth if you make it to safety. But once you place your meeples down on the island you can't pick them up and, and look at how much they're worth so you have to remember and place your more valuable meeples uh, accordingly. So the gameplay of Survive is relatively simple. On a player's turn, they do three things. They can move around the board, they remove a terrain tile from the island, causing it to get smaller, and then they roll a die that allows them to move one of the sea creatures on the board. So when it's your turn to move, you can move up to three spaces, and you can divide that among your meeples and any boats on the board however you want. So after you've moved, then you remove one of the tiles from the island, causing it to sink. Any person that was on that tile uh, ends up in the water. And you have to remove the, all the sand tiles first, then all the forest tiles, and then finally all the mountain tiles. When you remove the tile, you look at what's on the back of the tile. And it'll either do something immediately, like add a shark to the board or add another sea creature to the board. Or it'll be a tile that you can um, keep in front of you and play at the beginning of a future turn that'll give you some bonus, like uh, moving one of your guys' extra spaces or moving one of the sea creatures somewhere else on the board. So once you've picked a tile, the last thing you do is you roll a creature die that has the uh, faces are different sea creatures on it. And whichever one shows up, that's the one you get to move. Sharks allow you to eat uh, people that are in the water. Whales allow you to smash a boat, putting anybody in it in the water. And uh, the sea monsters can do both. They can smash the boat and eat the people. And once you've uh, moved the monster or sea creature, then the turn passes to the next player. And this continues with each player trying to get as many of their meeples as possible to safety while trying to hinder the other players from doing so. The game ends when a volcano tile is revealed. There's only one of them, and it's on the back 
of one of the mountain tiles. So when somebody flips over a mountain tile with the volcano, the game ends immediately. Now that could be the first mountain tile that gets flipped over, or it could be the last one. So you don't know uh, exactly when the game might end. Uh, at that point, everybody adds up the values on the bottom of each of the meeples that made it to safety, and that's their score. So now that we've played Survive Escape from Atlantis with Brody, let's go back and find out if he still thinks that board games are for losers. All right, we're back having just finished a riveting game of Survive Escape from Atlantis. So the game took about 45 minutes to an hour, I think. Yeah. And the rules explanation took maybe five minutes, so well below Brody's uh, maximum time limit. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not really it's not really important who won, but I think what people want to know is... <laughs> Always important who won. <laughs> now, hold on a second. We'll get back to that. <laughs> Brody, did you, in fact, injure yourself while playing this game? Uh, fortunately not. Okay. Well, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> um, our scientific quiz is clearly wrong, which uh, I don't... We'll have to go back and redo the charts. <laughs> All right, so who won? Uh, Darren did win. Mm-hmm. Basically, on one of the last plays of the game, when he was able to whirlpool Brody's last remaining guy, who would have scored six points and given right. him a victory. So the final score was Darren with 18, and Brody and I tied with 15. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Brody, what did you think about the game? I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was a really cool game, although I do feel like it was unfairly targeted very early in the beginning of the game. By both Darrens. Why do you think you were targeted unfairly? Because Uh, because I ate one of your guys on the first turn? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You ate one of my guys on the first turn. And then Darren also moved his boats to the the shore and got his people off and then killed me while I was on the boat. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Both of those were like in the first two rounds. So I feel like I should have won. Well, that's the thing about this game is you have to play with people who are okay with other people just attacking them and killing them because that's <laughs> what the game is. Right. I mean, there would be no game without that. It's pretty yes. much a part, a big part of the game. And it was a lot of fun to kill other people. It is. Yes. 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 Your enjoyment appeared to increase <laughs> over the rounds <laughs> as you started consuming poor swimmers just swimming in the ocean defenseless. So what did you... So, so the fact... You're right. You the last turn, so both Dayron and I were out of dudes. Mm-hmm. You had a guy in a boat. Mm-hmm. You flipped, I flipped over a whirlpool right next to your boat and sunk it. Correct. If that boat would have made it to shore, you would have won. Yes. Did that affect your enjoyment of the game? The way that victory got snatched from you <laughs> by my skill or luck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still had a lot of fun. Uh, it was great. So it was really cool to learn how to play it. But okay. I mean, it would have been even better if I had won. Sure, <laughs> not for me. And I feel, you know, for the audience who haven't played this game, this is a game, although there's strategy in it, there's a lot of chaotic luck, which makes the game fun. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for a purely strategic game, this isn't it. I like that it has a strategy. You have to think about when do I save my tiles that I want to use. But that just goes, it all falls apart. Wait, a game where a shark eats people has isn't purely strategic? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. So I think that's, I think you 
are able to appreciate that, that mm-hmm. you know, I'm not such a better player that I dominated, although I am. But <laughs> <laughs> it was more just luck. So. Hmm. Okay. So what, what points about the game did you like? Well, I think I like the strategy portion that Darren's mentioning, but also like the chaotic portion as well. I like the, the next nice blend of both those together. Okay. Um, because you can have this great strategy, but someone else's actions or the actions of just normal gameplay can ruin that dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like the competition. That was a lot of fun. Uh, like the the retribution uh, after I was targeted by everyone, <laughs> I could seek revenge. Yep. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think those are, those did are great. did you like the theme of the game? Yeah, it was really cool. And you um, think it came through in the mechanics, like the the gameplay? Did it feel like you were a survivor trying to get off the island? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it does. I think it. It, there's tension. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. my guy got dumped in the water. How am I going to get him to shore? <laughs> yeah. Here comes a shark. Like, right. I really feel that the theme is, although it's not one on the surface, I think, oh, I'd be really interested in this. But then when you play it, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to escape my dudes from the island and there's tension involved. Mm-hmm. So, what part of the game did you not like? Um, I, I really liked it. I mean, I think the only... The only thing that could be potentially bad is uh, you can gang up on people mm-hmm. really easily in the game, right? Um, so, I don't know, that's the only bad thing. I think, I mean, you have to play with the right people, right? Agreed. Absolutely. So. I think you're right on with that. I think this is a game that if you play with people who are easily offended or hurt because you targeted them, Everybody got all of us got our dudes eaten by someone else in the course of the game. Got my boat ran by the sea monster several times. <laughs> like you, you can't, you gotta play with people who don't get upset by that. But I have played with people who it bothers them, and they're like, "This is not the right game because mm-hmm. you got to be in that mindset. Like it's gonna be nasty, but it's fun." Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you take it back to a game like Settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. There's always that one guy you play with who's yeah. like, why did you robber me? <laughs> I'm not in the lead. And if you, if you try to play that game, if you try to play this game with that yeah. guy... Because mm. he's like, I'm not going to trade with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in this game, it's just it goes around. Everybody, I think, has their fair share. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So before the we play the game, you rated this as a 10? Yeah. Okay, so that was out of 10. <laughs> Thank you actually, for reminding me how numbers work. <laughs> well, you are a computer scientist, so I don't think you would understand that. After playing the game on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you going to rate this game? A 10. Okay. It'll be really fun. It's so great. Lived up to your expectations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was a good choice on your half, on your behalf, and I thought it was, it was one that we would have picked, but I'm glad that you picked it, and it seemed to work out. Um... Would you play it again? Of course, yeah. Right. A lot of fun. Um, I think if I understood correctly that like you can start the game differently with how the, the tiles are set up. Yeah, right? so the tiles are laid out randomly every time. Mm-hmm. And there's actually some variants in the rule books of different things you can do as well. Right, and everyone starts out different mm-hmm. based on where you place your um, yep. players. So I think it would be really fun to continue to play because of that variance. Now, 
important question is, would you buy the game? Yes. I mean, well, well, how much does it cost? I I think I would pay, I was like, 40 or 50 bucks for it. Yeah, I think it's like 30 to 35 bucks. Mm. I didn't look up the price, but it's not all that expensive. So you would pay up to 40 or 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. So if anyone out there is listening, bro, he's a sucker. (laughs) He's willing to pay over MSRP for this one. I actually didn't look up what it is, but I do think the game is worth 40 or 50 bucks. I mean, it's one I've had for four years or so. We do get a decent amount of gameplay out of that. We haven't played it in a while. And Debron, this is your first time playing it as well. Indeed, yeah. What did you think? That's another good question. I thought it was great. I had been hearing about this game for a long time. I heard it's, it's very mean. But very kind of silly and fun. I mean, you you know I like Galaxy Trucker. Yes. It's got that mm-hmm. same sort of, no matter what your plan is, mm-hmm. chaos ensues. Um, there's less less of uh, the take that element in Galaxy Trucker. But this is in my wheelhouse of fun games. You know, if I was given a choice between Galaxy Trucker and this, I'd take Galaxy Trucker every time. But this is a fun game to play. Yeah. I would definitely play it again. I would not buy it because you own it. Right. But, right. <laughs> Good. So, uh, Brody, what did you think about the complexity of the game? I didn't think it was that difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. So it was really simple for people to, to learn and to play. Okay, good. Would you Do you like games of this level, or would you be interested in playing things even more complex? Because I agree, this is a pretty light, easy game to learn. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in playing anything more complicated than this? Sure. All right. Great. Good. Success. We can end the podcast again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Perfect. So what now, now, you already had some interest in board games. You played Catan before, but now, and you were the one in the beginning who didn't say that we were losers, and <laughs> unlike everybody else, you, you said you found us intriguing, so we appreciate that. <laughs> but what do you think of board gaming as a hobby now? Not only have played this game, but coming to my house, seeing how many games we have, <laughs> knowing that we have a whole room dedicated to playing board games. What do you think of it as a hobby now? I think of board gaming as a hobby. I mean, it's fun. And I mean, there's a lot of... I didn't realize, I guess, how many games were out there that you could play. Do you see yourself starting to collect board games or, or buying a few more than the five that you own now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably buy a few more. So, but not like you. <laughs> Do you think three years from now, your parents will be texting you and saying, I think you have a problem with board gaming, <laughs> just like you did with video games? No, I don't, hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. All right. All right, good. So now, you said we were intriguing before. What is your opinion of us now that you got to play a game with us and you see us in the hobby? It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say intriguing is not meant to be nice, but I'm not sure what it means. <laughs> no, I guess it's more, I mean, no, no, it's more fun. Um, it's only a small glimpse, right? Right, I play one game with you guys. But you're interested in playing more? Right, mm-hmm. right. But I, I feel like the question is more about you two mm-hmm. as people. Right. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> No, I like you guys. You guys are nice people. All right, that's. I'll take that. In. <laughs> pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> Intriguing. Um, so, were we successful in picking a game that you enjoyed? Did you say yes? Four for four. <laughs> four. We gotta fail. Uh, people want to see us fail. That's true. My parents want to see us. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And did we get you interested in playing maybe some more games that you haven't been exposed to before? Yeah. I mean, I've never heard of that game before, so that was really cool. Um, I'm interested to learn about all the other games that you might have and that I might be interested in playing as well. All right. Deron has the most important question of all. Which Darren is your favorite? (laughs) (laughs) I like both Darrens. We'll accept it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Have you got an answer from someone? Yes. Steph <laughs> answered Steph. that she liked him back. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And she was the only one who was honest. Right. <laughs> the, other, the other correct answer is I like Darren better. Right. Because that's very important. Technically, it's really me, but. Because <laughs> you're good on. Well, fantastic. Uh, Brody, thanks for coming on. I, I would say this was a great success, and we will increase our listenership in Eastern Europe even more after yes. this. <laughs> yes, thanks a lot, Brody. I hope you had a good time. Yeah. And we hope to have you back on another time. Oh, thanks for having me. Sayonara. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Based on feedback from listeners who want episodes more frequently, we've decided to change the format of our show and release one shorter episode each week containing just one segment. Let us know what you think and if you have any other suggestions to improve the show. For more information about the podcast, check out www.boardgamesareforlosers.com. If you have questions that you want answered on the show, or if you just want to tell us that you still think we're losers, you can email us at boardgamelosers at gmail.com. You can chat with other losers in the forums over at boardgamegeek.com by visiting guild number 3300. And don't forget to check out our amazing board game photography on Instagram by following at boardgamelosers. losers.